Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today my plan was to talk about getting more serious about your goals. And I still want to talk about that definitely because it's something I've been thinking about. But I also wanted to kind of do a disclaimer, but also kind of to balance out this talk. Because the last thing that I would want, and especially is something I'm thinking of for myself, I don't want to put pressure on you. And I don't want to you know, continue this narrative of over productivity, toxic productivity, that you have to constantly be focusing on the next thing, on bettering yourself, on doing more, on being more, on being better. Because I think that the world of self-help and self-development, whilst being obviously really important, really good, and, you know, it was well-intentioned, it's kind of gone too far. And that's the same with lots of things in life these days that we jump on these trends and we often take them too far. So I guess the first thing that I'd say is to have this kind of self-awareness to understand when you're taking your goals and your yearning, your wanting too far, which is something that I already spoke about in my other podcast episode, um, The Dangers of Yearning. Go listen to that if you want to think about um, how hard it is, how tough it is to visualise and fantasise too much. So, of course, you need to be the person, the sole person who says, whoa there, okay, I'm taking this too far. Either I'm taking this too far and I'm causing myself anxiety. I'm taking this too far and I'm being unrealistic. I'm taking this too far and I've got high expectations that just can't be met. I'm taking this too far and I'm not focusing on what's important. Because something that I've been thinking about for myself lately is, like I say, said in that podcast episode before, I've been thinking about my next big goal in my life. Because now that I've moved out, I've kind of done what once was the next big thing. So whilst I was living at home, of course, the next big move was to move out, to live by myself with my partner. And we're doing that now. So it was like, whoa, what's the next thing? Again, that's not a healthy mindset to keep thinking of the next thing. You're supposed to enjoy the thing that you're doing now. But I did start to think about those things. And I was wondering, okay, so what is next? Is the next thing for me is to travel more, to get more experiences, to develop in my job, to get my degree, which, you know, all those things are true. But I started taking it way too far and analysing it way too much. And so you have to have that self-awareness to know when to stop, to press pause and say, it's okay for me to just be where I am, to just do what I'm doing. Again, it's not about having no goals. It's not about being complacent or content to just stay the same forever. You shouldn't really do that. But there is every bit of importance on the acceptance of where you are, the importance of appreciating and being grateful for where you are. I mean, if you are somebody who's into self-development, I assume that you've been working on yourself for a while. So you are not wrong. You are not doomed you're not a bad person for deciding that you're going to slow the roll a bit you're going to take a break a bit okay because you've probably developed lots of new habits which is great like for me three years ago I didn't read that much which is really bad for a writer to admit but I did not read that much now I'm on my I think 30th book of the year that I'm reading um already surpassed the year's goal that I set for myself obviously quarantine helped that a lot which is great but at the same time I know that I've developed so I no longer have to put on my habit tracker to read because I do it naturally now. I no longer have to put on my habit tracker to do yoga because I'm mostly doing it naturally now. So there are certain things that you're probably doing already. So take a moment to celebrate yourself, to celebrate your progress. You don't always have to be improving. You don't have to force the improvement.
And I was thinking about my actual goals. So like I said, I was going to do a podcast episode about how to take your goals seriously, which I'll speak about in a moment. But I started to think, well, you know what? I really want to travel at least as much as I can. I don't want to become a traveller. I don't want to visit every country. I don't want to become a backpacker who goes all around and spends more time away from home. That's not me. I don't think that resonates with me. Obviously, what we see on social media and YouTube glorifies traveling but at the end of the day it's a difficult thing to do it's not for everybody and that kind of lifestyle of being the traveler it looks beautiful but the realism of it is just it's hard it's difficult it's not for everybody unless you're rich and you can do it at your own pace take your time and you know stay in five star villas um then you're probably not going to have this luxurious easy travel lifestyle instead you're going to be going in hostels like I say you're going to be living out of a backpack um you're probably not going to be able to spend much on food because you're moving from place to place and it's difficult to find work sometimes and well whatever you know I'm not here to convince you to be a traveler or not but one of my key things is I do want to see the world I don't want to be somebody who says I've never left my home well obviously I have done that already but I don't want to be somebody who stays in my hometown forever, somebody who has a limited worldview, who doesn't understand other cultures, who doesn't experience other cultures, who doesn't see the beauty and the wonders in the world, somebody who doesn't understand how small my part of the world is, how small my perspective is, um, how important my life is, of course, but how very, very small it is in the grand scheme of things, you know, marvelling at a mountain, at a waterfall, it reminds you of how beautiful and vast and unknown this world is to us. And that's an important reminder for us all to have. We can get so caught up in the rat race in doing, doing, doing that we forget to just live, to just be and to enjoy the beauty. And that's what travel is for me. And my um, brother's wife, uh, she said something that like um, her for her travel is her break. For her, her travel is her mindfulness. She becomes more mindful. And I 100% agree with that because obviously whilst you're travelling, you can think about work, but you probably don't because you're taking an escape away from your work and you're more present and more mindful and more aware of where you are because you're looking at something that's so vastly different to your norm. So travelling is so important for me and it's something I want to keep doing. It's something that I want to make a part of my life. I just naturally take trips every year. That's what I want to do. But it took me a while to get there and I kept thinking like, oh, I'm so stressed out because how am I going to afford to go this place? How am I going to afford to go that place? How am I going to make sure that I go these places? Do I need to become a travel writer or something? Do I need to change career? Do I need to make a million pounds to be able to live somewhere else? Oh my God, what if I can't travel enough before I I have kids? And I sent myself crazy because one, obviously at firstly, I think I said this in my other podcast episode, having kids does not prevent you from traveling (laughs) for one. Um, For two, you can make a lifestyle for yourself doing those things in a way that doesn't glorify it. So like I say, you look on social media and you see people sending these travel photos every day and you think that's what your life needs to be. But unless it actually resonates with you, unless it's actually something that you want to do to go off and travel the world and make that your life, then you don't have to do that. You can still experience the world, experience other cultures, other foods, other people, um, getting away from your norm but whilst also having a norm to return to. And that can be very fulfilling. And that's kind of more natural and normal for most of us because being a traveller, travelling the world is actually kind of a new thing because 
people couldn't necessarily afford it and you know borders weren't as open things like that and then obviously like I say with the rise of social media in the last 10 years it has kind of started this new wave of travelers because we're just seeing the beauties of the world and we're like oh my god I need to hop on a plane and go see that as well which is very important and obviously very beautiful that we all can do that now we're so lucky to be able to do that now but also we can get caught up in that image in that beauty and forget about the realism that's behind the scenes so for me when you are getting serious about your goals, also get serious about why you're doing those things. Why do you even want to do them? Are you doing it because it looks beautiful? Are you doing it because somebody else is doing it? Or are you doing it because it actually really, truly resonates with you? When you have the right why, it motivates you in the right way. You'll actually accomplish those goals because it actually means something to you. And very much what's important is that you don't just do things to do them. You do them for a reason, but you also do them because they're in line with your values and who you want to be. Because for example, say you do become a world traveler and you travel to every country, but you're one of those people who leaves trash on the beaches, who curses at the locals, who puts money in big corporations' pockets instead of in the local economy. If you're somebody who like moans about the immigrants in our country, but then goes over to other countries and, you know, yells at them for not speaking English, even though you're in their country, you are a foreigner in their country and you expect them to speak your language. Yet people who live here for a better life, you curse them for trying to speak your language. Like, (laughs) sorry, a bit of a rant there, but I think that's a disgusting mindset. So, It's all well and good to have the goal to travel the world, to do X, Y, and Z, but ask yourself why you're doing those things and ask yourself, are you actually better to put in that time and energy and that money into bettering who you are? Because if you're bringing a hateful person abroad, if you are an awful person, then I don't want you in my country (laughs) because you're bringing such bad vibes, bad energy to this place. Instead, you are better to spend your time and your money working on yourself. And if you're somebody who thinks that you can, you can travel to make yourself better, you can go to the gym to make yourself better, you can get into a marriage to make yourself better you might find that you'll look back and realise that you haven't changed. Instead, you've brought that negativity into that relationship. You've brought that negativity into the gym. You've brought that negativity onto the plane. And really, you're just trying to run away from what's inside. So ask yourself, is there something that maybe you need to work on inside of you? Now, I wouldn't consider myself a hateful or horrible person, obviously, and I don't mean that for people who, you know, experience real problems. I don't mean that like that, obviously. But I mean, like, is there something that you need to work on? Because for me, definitely, I need to work on my anxiety. I thought it got better, but I think that it's driving my life in different ways now rather than the obvious ways that it did before. Um, And I think that that's something I need to look to. And, like, my values, I, I know my values now. I've spoke about them on my website. But as they said in, I think it's um Mark Manson's book, he said it in um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving AF. I think it's him or either it's Brené Brown because I've read a lot of books quite close together, sort of kind of blurred together a bit. But it might be Brené, Brené Brown that said um, there's a difference between your um, ideal values, I think they, that she says, and your practiced values. So basically, it's a difference between what you say you'll do and what you actually do. 
So it's all well and good to be like, oh, I value peace. I value understanding. But really, you're being judgmental and you're being angry and you're gossiping about people. That's not you practicing your values. So you can say as much as you like that you value certain things. But are you practicing those things? Are you taking the time to incorporate that into your life it's fine to make mistakes it's fine to slip up but that's when the self-awareness comes in and be like whoa there okay I gossiped about um that person and that's not in like good integrity that's not something that I value and I don't want to do that anymore so I forgive myself for doing it but I need to work actively to ensure I don't do that again and that might be considering the people that you surround yourself with because if people have completely different values to you and they're going around gossiping and you don't value being a gossip, then you're just in the wrong environment, basically. You're setting yourself up to fail because of the people that you're around because you are a product of your environment. We can, you know, rise from murky waters like the lotus flower and that is great, but it is so much tougher. Instead, if you can plant yourself in a better environment, that's people, that's the job that you have, that's the um, literal like home that you create for yourself. If you can plant yourself into a different environment, you are more likely to get the skills that you want, have the ambitions that you want, go after the goals that you want, because you're motivated by the people and the places around you. So I've kind of rambled a bit about the first part, but I really do want to just bring it home to be about when you're setting your goals, when you're thinking about your future, when you're thinking about who you are and what you want, then you do have to consider, well, what energy am I bringing into this? Why am I doing this anyway? Who does it benefit? Is it just to look good or is it because I actually want this? It actually aligns with who I am and what would fulfill me because that's going to be the driving force to achieve the goals in the first place. And it's also going to be what brings you the joy and the love and the appreciation for your life that you actually seek. And if there's something inside of yourself that you need to work on instead of something outside of yourself, then do the self-work. Pick up the books about emotional intelligence. Read Brene Brown and Mark Manson and um, anything that Elizabeth Gilbert says in talks is just gold. Um, Watch the YouTube videos. You know, self-development on the outside does help the inside, but you do have to pay attention to the inside. You can't just get the six-pack abs and expect all of your problems to go away. They won't. They'll follow you. And so, yeah, let's talk about how to get serious about your goals. So quickly, I'll just say, one, you need to know what your goals are and why for you to ever get serious about them. Because you are not serious about them if it's just, oh, you know what? My friend has a six-pack, so I'm going to decide to get a six-pack. No, that's not going to work. It might motivate you a bit. And to be fair, some people have actually succeeded in that. But you might not keep it up. You might not maintain that body because the reason for getting it is just so surface level. It's just weak. It's a weak foundation for you to build that off of. And my friend, like she's doing so well in her weight loss goals, but she's tried to lose weight so many times before doing diets and restricting herself and saying she can't have this thing, she can't have that thing. And it ultimately led back to putting on the weight but instead this time she's just making it a lifestyle she's enjoying how it feels to move her body at her own pace choosing the videos on youtube that suit her style and her weight and her needs and taking it each day at a time and also even when she doesn't exercise like you know she finds it hard to do it that one day she's still clean eating because she knows how to cook she's cooking foods that she enjoys she's not saying, oh, I can't have the hot dog. It's like, you can make the hot dog, just make sure you be careful how many hot dogs you eat or what type of hot dog you eat or like the other meals that you eat that day. It's about balance. It's about 
portions. It's about caring for what you put in your body and being mindful of what you put in your body, right? So when you make something a lifestyle choice rather than something you have to do, something that you hate yourself, so you have to fix yourself, like that's not good motivation, especially in, in my opinion. I mean, I'm no expert, but in my opinion, that just doesn't work. So know what you want and know why you want it. Those are the foundations of being serious about your goals. And then the next thing is to stop with the excuses. Whether you're excusing to other people or excusing to yourself, you have to know that no matter what you say, it's, it doesn't change the fact that you didn't do what you wanted to do. And again, it comes back to compassion. You have to be kind to yourself and say, yes, I didn't work out today. It's okay. I love you anyway. We'll do it tomorrow. And that's all right. But you have to recognise and take responsibility for what you've done. Hold yourself accountable. Don't say, oh, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's like, no, I didn't do the workout. I hold up my hands. It wasn't so good for me not to do it. But you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. That's all you have to say. And you hold yourself accountable. You make less excuses. And you actually find that you actually want to do the things that you want to do. And maybe if you find yourself making so many excuses, it's because you don't want to do what you, want to, what you say you want to do. Right? Some things in life are hard and we want them, but they're hard, 100%. But sometimes we think we want something, but we actually don't. And the fact that we keep making excuses just proves that we don't want those things. We don't want it really. And like I say, back to the fitness thing, you might be like, oh, I need to get fit. And that's true. You do, you do need that and you do want that. But maybe you're thinking that the only way to do it is strict diets and the gym. No. Those things, if they do not resonate with you, will not work. If they're not healthy, they will not work. But instead, if you're like, oh, you know what? I could join a dance class. That sounds really fun. You'll get that fitness, you'll get that weight loss, and you'll have fun and you'll do it on your own terms. Doing the dance workouts on YouTube are so fun. It's so much better than you going to a gym, feeling uncomfortable, forcing yourself to be there or not going because you can't bring yourself to go. Instead, work out in a way that feels good for you, that makes you actually want to move your body. There are so many great YouTubers out there that do make me want to do a workout because they're good people, they're nice, they're fun. I like their workouts and I can pick whichever one I feel like doing that day. The next thing is to have somebody who helps you. So when you're serious about your goals, you speak them into existence. You're not afraid to say, this is my goal. I do not mean going and telling everybody because some people, sadly, they make you feel bad for not achieving your goals, even though they're not achieving theirs either. <laughs> but some people, you, should, you shouldn't probably shout about your goals too. If you want to, go ahead, but maybe not. Instead, somebody you trust, somebody you love, you can tell them, you know what, I want to lose two stone um, or whatever it is. Oh, I want to finish my manuscript this year. I want to go away to Japan next year. I want to finish my degree in three years, whatever it is. You tell somebody that and that person holds you accountable. And the way that you do that is one, having that good relationship with that person, but also trusting them to be honest with you, trusting them to not be like, oh, it's fine. Instead, they're like, oh, but you said that you wanted to do this. So I think that you should really try and do it. There's somebody who's going to encourage you to do it, to keep you grounded, to keep you on your toes, to keep you motivated. And the way that they do that is to tell them your why. You tell them why you want to do it and they'll help you to do it. They'll remind you of your why when you've forgotten. They'll be there to speak the words that are already in your head. They're already in your heart. You already know them, but they're going to say it in a way that speaks perhaps louder than your own head does. 
And the next way to get serious about your goals is to quantify them, to be specific, to actually know what they look like. So I've been doing vision boards and lists and research. So they're the three things that are really important for my goals. Obviously, I can't speak to exactly what yours are or what your goals would be appropriate for. But research is how we find more information about what we need to do and how it's going to work, how tangible it is, what we specifically need to do to get from A to B to Z. So doing your research helps you to get the knowledge that you need to succeed. Obviously, doing lists is my way of doing it because I like to organise myself. I like to see it in bullet form to know exactly what the action steps are. Um, It won't necessarily be a linear line of how to do it, but it'll be, okay. these are the things that will help me get closer to my goal or literally give me my goal. And to write down what the goal is and kind of backtrack from there of, of the steps of how to do it. So say you do have travel goals, then obviously you would research ideally how much it will cost um, at what time of year. You could research what time of year is best um, to go away to the place. You can research flights, research accommodation, research food, research the top tourist destinations that you want to visit, um, research if there's little um, hidden off the beaten track places that you want to go to, um, research any transport fees that you might need, um, anything like that that you might need. You do the research and you write it down, you get a list together. That way you can literally see what your goal is, what it involves, what you need to do. And I will admit it might look a bit daunting, it might look a bit scary, but it's so much better to have it written down and have it tangible, have it real in front of you so that you can see what you need to do. And like I say, the list format rather than big paragraphs is so much more easy to like digest to understand and you just look at it at a glance and once you've got it written down you can take your time and just focus on one bullet point because all you can do is step one foot on the stair at a time take it one stair at a time you can't take on the whole staircase instead it's just one foot in front of the other one step at a time so treat the bullet points like that And you need to know about timelines, okay? So I want to go to Japan. How much does it cost? It costs this much. How much can I save from my income each month to help me get closer to that goal? This much. Okay, so it will take me this long to save this much to be able to go to Japan. There you go. You know what's like, you know, possible as of right now. Obviously, next year, your income might have gone up or down. Uh, Your circumstances might have gone up or down. That's fine. You can adjust as you go, which is also a very important part of taking your your goal seriously, is learning how to adapt and be flexible. Because if you're too fixed about your goals, then as soon as something goes a bit wrong, you'll be thrown off and you'll be like, nope, that's it. I can't have it. I quit. But no, little hiccups are there along every journey we take obstacles will always be there but like with the obstacle is the way by ryan holiday you do not just sit down and decide the obstacle has won instead you find out how to move the obstacle right or go around the obstacle whatever way you need to do it to still get the things you want be flexible be adaptable so yes get an idea of how it is right now to to get what you want and to bullet point it and research it and have it tangible know the timelines know the cost know the um investment of time know your own time schedule and how you can work it around your time schedule fit it into your life and then make it a lifestyle take it step by step and adjust and revisit the goals as you need to and make changes wherever you need to that is how you take your goals seriously you make them real you bring them into existence and you decide that this is what i want for this reason and i will go at it no matter what 
So this has been a bit long, I'm sorry, but I'll end with just saying that I've been re-watching anime lately and I'm I'm watching um, My Hero Academia and every character in it is just so inspiring and you can ask my partner, I'll just like cry or clap at the episodes because their resolve, like any anime that you watch really, their resolve is just so powerful and it's so motivating and why is that? Why are they so powerful? Like their resolve so powerful what they want and their drive and their passion and their purpose is so powerful is because they know why they want it like in the show they're trying to be heroes and it's not just like oh I want to be a hero like that's not a good motivator instead it's like I want to be a hero to help my family I want to be a hero to bring myself honor I want to be a hero to show my dad wrong whatever it is I want to be a hero like my big brother to have a reason to know your why is what will get you off the ground when you're bleeding and you're battered and you're up against somebody so much more powerful than you Obviously, again, this is just a metaphor because I'm relating it to anime. But this is what will happen. You will be knocked down. It will be hard, especially if it's a big goal. It will be hard. But that doesn't mean that you can't achieve it. And if you want it bad enough, if it's a part of who you are, if it's an important part of who you want to be, then you will look closely at what you want to be and you'll decide with your heart that you will have it and it will make you get up every single time that you're knocked down. That is how you take your goals seriously. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.